Hey, y'all. Have you ever heard of Old Gods of Appalachia? Well, if you haven't, you have now. Let me tell you. This is a horror anthology podcast, and it is absolutely amazing. They have characters. They have actors. They have different people doing voiceovers. It is so ridiculously dope. Y'all got to check this out. Um... I'm, I'm like, I'm enthralled. I'm, I I can't stop listening to it. This shit is crazy. And I got to tell you, all the actors are, they're straight, they're queer, they're black, they're of color, they're male, they're female, they're they, thems, they, thems. They just, this thing is so diverse, man. And, and there's, there's actually some poets involved with this that I actually admire. So this is a big deal. Y'all got to check out Old Gods of Appalachia wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, y'all. What's going on? It's your fam, Black Fluid Poet, a.k.a. John S. Blake, coming to you live from my humblest abode of books. Bruh, my birthday is in four days and a wake up. And a part of me is hella excited and a part of me don't give a goddamn about it and I'm gonna tell you why I'm in a space today y'all where I am so tired I am exhausted emotionally spiritually I don't want to write my book I don't want to share my insides with the world but here I am on a podcast episode right People were mad that a Walmart was ransacked and looted in Chicago. And I'm like, fuck Walmart. Who gives a fuck? Good. I'm glad. And I don't know why that is such a, you know, frowned upon response. This is the same motherfucking store that keeps all black products, especially for hair and makeup, behind shielded, locked glass. As if to say, if you're black, you're a thief. This is the same institution that forces most of their customers to ring up their own fucking food without a discount and then got the nerve to charge for bags. Bags! Like... Fuck Walmart. They have been siphoning money out of this nation, out of all of the citizens. They were taking out life insurance policies on their employees, the same employees that they made brochures on how to apply for EBT because they weren't paying them enough, nor would they give them full-time hours. Fuck Walmart. There, I said it. I might even feel a little better in a little while. Fuck Walmart. Say that shit with me. Fuck Walmart. That's first of all. Second, it's easy, but, you know, fuck Tucker Carlson. I I don't care. But don't be surprised because he's like a fucking whack-a-mole. Like, he's going to pop up somewhere, probably in politics. He's probably going to join Marjorie Taylor Greene and the rest of them nut jobs. But fuck Tucker Carlson. Now, here's one you weren't expecting from me. Fuck Don Lemon. Bitch, ain't nobody forgot that Don Lemon told black people, his own people, if you want to get out of oppression, 
first thing you should do is lift up your pants. Fuck Don Lemon and his bougie ass. His little house Negro self. Ain't nobody trying to hear what Don, Don Lemon got to say. Don Lemon pretended to be everybody's friend. The truth is, he ain't shit. So what? I'm sorry he's gone. The black queer representation was nice, but no, no, no. Telling black folk to pull up their pants. This was right after the police killing in Baltimore, I believe, is is when he said that. Or it was around Ferguson, actually. Um, Around 2014 when he said that shit. And I don't know the exact date, but fuck Don Lemon. Like, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. I don't care. And truth be told, fuck CNN. They've been on some other dumb shit for a long time. So, like, who cares about any of that? It's flooding my TikTok, so I just need to get it out of my system. Okay? Next. Jesus H. Christ, let me tell y'all. Fuck life coaches. I am so fed up with the whole life coach phenomenon I don't know what qualifications you need to have to be a life coach. Many people have suggested the same thing to me. I'm not interested in the job. If you don't know how to sew somebody up, don't be trying to open up their bodies and get to their emotions and have them talking about all their issues. If, If you are a job coach, fine, be a job coach. But a life coach? You can't be a coach of something you haven't completed. Like, I don't even understand how anybody it is it is it it's it's being a pastor without a bible it's being an imam without the quran it's it it's bullshit like you giving out advice on other people's lives and you don't even fucking know how to please please if you were so damn all-knowing you wouldn't be a life coach you would already be successful and wouldn't need to have the job of said life coach so like Go on with yourself. Just just go on with yourself. <sighs> Fuck depression. Fuck this overwhelming cloud of doom that sits in my skull and tells me that taking my life is my best option right now. Fuck depression. I am so overwhelmed at the enormity of dysfunction in my country that I no longer want to exist. I hate it here. I feel so alone. I am in Texas, y'all, and I can't walk down these streets with my makeup on because people, I have been told not to walk down certain streets. I have been told since I've been here not to walk down the street I live on, I was told. I'm tired. I just want peace and I can't have it. And you know what? Neither can you. I get it. Nobody's got peace. Very few people have peace right now. And you know, fuck those people who say they have no regrets. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. When somebody says they have absolutely no regrets, then you haven't been accountable for hurting other people. I that shit drives me crazy. And and right now, fuck toxic positivity. I swear to God, if somebody leaves a message here about when one door closes, another one opens, just hold tight. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I'm in my feels. I'm not in the mood. I'm fucking tired. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay 
to not be okay in that you can be angry. You know, everybody says, you know, it's okay not to be okay. They say that to people who are crying. They say that to people who are sleepy. They say that to people who feel a slight bit of frustration. They never say that to people enraged. It's okay to not be okay. <laughs> they don't want to see people angry. I'm, I'm like somewhere between being ready to end it all and being ready to set this whole place on fire. Like, I'm just... I'm jealous. I am so jealous of how easily Republicans can all be on the same page and get something done. I am so fucking jealous. These people have been on the same page overturning Roe v. Wade for 40 years. 40. Count them. 40? Yeah, 365 days times 40. They've been waiting to overturn Roe v. Wade. And they got it done. And you know what? They gave us fair warning. They said... At that CPAC convention, they said transgenderism must be completely eradicated from society. And every fucking Republican in this country is coming for people like me. And we are all, man, we're, we're doing our best to fight it, y'all. But let me tell you, there is something astounding about watching an entire political party focus on one issue and get shit done. And on the left, it just doesn't happen. It's a little harder because we're all thinking intersectionally. We're thinking about everybody involved. We want everybody included. And like, there are so many different things that people are going through. And we don't have a leader to do it. Like, it, there's a whole bunch of different people doing There's all these different moving parts. But we're not communicating with each other in one place. I don't... I don't know how to describe the, the, the chaos that I feel is happening on my side of the political spectrum because we have so many different fucking things that we want to fight, but we don't pick one and work on that. We pick all of them and work on all of them at the same time. And... Man, our resources, what we could do if we focused on one issue at a time would be incredible. But who do you make last? You, that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, who do you make last? Who do you look at and say, what you're going through is the least of our problems right now? You can't do that. Republicans can do the shit they do because most of the people in the Republican Party are of a, a privileged fucking class. And that is where my jealousy lies right now. It must be so nice to be a cishet, white, wealthy Christian right now. It must be amazing. It, that life has got to look fucking grand. Like, you ain't got no problems right now. You are just... I mean, some people are calling you a racist or a homophobe or a transphobe, but shit, you can brush that shit off your soldiers, huh? You, you, ain't, you ain't really struggling with anything... Of, of importance, of significance. You're like, nah, I stubbed my toe this morning. You know what I mean? Like, it just... <sighs> there are some days where I feel like, God, my life would be so much easier if I was just ignorant, narcissistic, abusive, and self-centered. Like, it would just be... <sighs> I'm hurting, y'all. I am hurting. I am so tired. 
I am so tired. My birthday is five days away and it looks completely out of reach. I am... I don't know when this turn happened for me. I was, I think, happy. When I was a touring poet, I was happy. Back in the early 2000s, and riding Greyhound buses, showing up at open mics and reciting poetry places. I didn't really have an address per se. I just loved going from city to city. And that's like, that's how I feel right now. Like I just want to move from city to city. Just keep it moving, keep going, keep moving, keep going. And that's just not in the cards for me right now. I thought about getting a professor's job and, and I realized that I, I have to write the memoir first because I need to have some significant publications and I don't have a lot of significant publications. I got some stuff here and there, but nothing significant. I want to feel safe. I want to feel whole. I want to feel loved. I don't want to be admired or appreciated. I want to be loved. And there are some people in my life who love me. They are. But they don't live in the same city as me. And I just feel alone. I feel alone in my plight. And I know I'm not the only one who feels this way. This isn't just about me. I, I'm sorry if you feel alone right now. And I am sorry if you came to my podcast at this moment expecting something positive and, you know, intellectually stimulating or academic and I'm just ranting and bitching and... I feel like... Uh, I just feel like some sort of a common commentator on, on some news show that's just spewing poison right now. And I don't like it. I don't like feeling this way. This desperate, cynical pit that I'm in. I, I just... I remember in the 70s... I never, my mother never gave it a second thought that her five-year-old son was leaving the apartment. Mom, going outside. She'd be like, okay, honey. And I would leave. I would walk out of the apartment. And at five years old, go down a stairwell in the projects in New York City, seven flights of stairs, dancing, singing, jumping up the stairs, jumping off the stairs, just sliding down some of the railing. And go walk to the park, walk past, you know, five junkies, two bums, a drug dealer, a pimp, and just keep walking and go to the park. And they'd wave high and I'd wave high. I would, like, I felt safer at five years old in the ghetto than I do now at 52 in a home. What, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? I, I don't know 
how I got here. I, I, was, I was scrolling through TikTok. I was in a good mood this morning. And then, you know, people are dying. You know, Palestinians, black trans women, soldiers overseas. Like, people are dying. And we out here celebrating Tucker Carlson getting fired. Like, so the fuck what? It wasn't like we were going to watch Fox News, Fox News anyway. If we didn't get the announcement he was fired, we wouldn't even fucking know whether or not he ever existed again. None of us on the left ever watched Fox News any fucking way. And what the hell are we celebrating? They just going to replace him with another ra- racist. Like, stop fucking celebrating. Stop it. Roe v. Wade got overturned. They're hunting down transgender people in this country. Motherfuckers can't afford rent. Stop celebrating the demise of Tucker Carlson. Like, that shit's going to make our life any better. It's not. It's not. And I think that's that's what's really bothering me right now. How quick we are. Our short-term memory is classic. Classic. Like, so what? Tucker Carlson got fired. So what? Fox News still exists, y'all. And so do all those crazy-ass Republicans that they praise. We haven't won shit. We ain't even won a battle. Hell, half of us dropped our rifles a long time ago. I, Man. I don't have the patience for easily swayed people I don't have the patience for people who are too scared to speak up I I just don't have the patience anymore like fuck we need so many people to grow a backbone before anything changes but there are changes happening like I can't I y'all I am so in tune with my own thoughts and feelings that I can't make blanket statements without correcting myself. Like, we are winning fights. We are fighting in Tennessee. We're fighting in Austin. And then, like, all of a sudden, Texas decides to put up the Ten Commandments in every classroom in every school across the state. And this has us all up in arms. Bitch, don't let that shit have you up in arms. Worry about the Christians that are trying to kill the transgender community. That's just a higher priority. Fuck them Ten Commandments. Fuck the Bible. Fuck the Christians. I don't give a damn. Stop worrying about small shit. Because while they got us distracted on this little, well, I would call it a shiny thing, but Ten Commandments being up in every classroom ain't exactly glittered in gold. But it ain't. it's not the top three problems we got right now. That shit ain't going to last. The court is going to throw that out. The the sharing space between church and state, that's not going to last. But they put it out there so we can all be up in arms about it and completely misguided. We're just totally distracted. Worry about the fact that whole families are living in their cars. Worry about the fact that Brett Favre still ain't in jail for stealing $5 million from welfare funds in the state of Mississippi. Like, can we worry about gun violence? 
Can we worry about a living wage? Can we all get on the same page and get motherfuckers paid right? Maybe if we, we did that, we'd have the funds to deal with all of our other issues. We love AOC, but most of us don't contribute to her campaign. Most of us don't. I ain't got much. I give AOC, Ayanna Presley, and Elon Omar $5 each for their campaign every month. That's all I got. 15 bucks a month. That's what I got. And I can't even give it to everybody in the squad. There's Corey Bush. There's Rashida Talib. There's a couple of guys in there as well. I don't have it. I just don't have it. Hell, I don't even have groceries right now. Like, I'm just not happy today. I'm not happy today. I'm not happy today. And when I'm not happy, or when I am feeling overwhelmed, rather, my solutions are extreme. And for the last hour, all I wanted to do is take my own life. And then at those moments when I, when the conclusion does pop out of my mouth because I talk to myself out loud and I process out loud when nobody's home. Um, and when I said, you know what? Fuck it. I don't want to be here anymore. A part of me went, whoa, hey, uh-uh, wait a minute, wait, now wait a minute. And then I talked myself out of it slowly. And when I talk myself out of it, I go through this gambit of emotions that I'm really feeling and the things that I'm really feeling right now all comes down to this. I am afraid all the time. I'm in a constant state of fear about writing my book. I'm in a constant state of fear about ever being financially stable. I'm in a constant state of fear about ever finding true love. I just, you know... I guess I want somebody in my corner a lot of the times and sometimes I feel like when there's nobody there to say you can do it, I, I feel like I can't do it. I feel like I can't do it most of the time. I don't know how I've made it as far as I have, but I could tell you this, I haven't done it alone. But today is one of those days when I feel all by myself and when I can't even afford to go to a bookstore to buy a book or I'm finding myself having to pick between Uber money for work tomorrow or buying groceries today and I see these smug ass politicians smiling for the cameras and I think of you know Trump his disgusting ass and then I think of Biden and his proud claim of being a capitalist and I'm like fuck all of you man like fuck all of you like why people are like yeah we don't fight like the people in Paris because we scared of getting shot and I'm like why the fuck are you scared of getting shot we're starving to death now there are people picking between their lights and gas for their fucking cars like the fuck is a bullet when you can't even buy food for your kids. I just. I 
I don't know where our collective backbone is. But this biding our time, waiting for things to get better, I'm just not with it today. Maybe tomorrow I'll feel a little differently. I know I've had hope before. I had hope three hours ago. But right now, I just needed to get some stuff off my chest. And this is stuff that I can't say on TikTok. Isn't it amazing? We all fought so hard to keep TikTok alive and we can't even have our First Amendment rights on fucking TikTok. Wow. Believe it or not, I'm actually starting to feel a little better. And I want to thank the people that have listened to this podcast episode. And I'd like to apologize for showing you an unexpected side of me that many of you don't see. But I want you to know that half the things that I've discussed, these issues that people are struggling with, most of them aren't mine. I'm angry about what's happening to other people. I'm not trans, but I'm pissed off about these fucking trans laws. You know, I, I get away with a lot. You know, I'm, I'm white appearing to a lot of fucking people. I'm not white passing. That means I don't tell people I'm black. I definitely tell people I'm black. But I see what my darker skin kin are going through, man, and I'm pissed the fuck off. And like, if I hear one more person be defensive, like, well, not every white person's racist. Shut the fuck up. You know what the hell they mean. And yes, every white person is racist. We struggle with it every fucking day. Hell, my light-skinned half-black ass has struggled with anti-blackness before. And I ain't the only one. There's plenty of people darker than me that don't even like black people. You've seen them. We have them on the Supreme Court. We have them as commentators on Fox News. I guess... I just needed to say the things I've noticed out loud to convince myself that I am not, in fact, just insane. This shit is real. It's really happening. They are really forcing people to move towards Christianity one way or another. Either become cishet white Christians somehow, assimilate to what the fuck we want, or we will exterminate you. That is what's happening in the land of the free, home of the motherfucking brave. They are forcing people to the margins. And I'm watching it happen. And I don't want to be another crazy person with an AR-15. I want to write this book so bad, y'all. But I feel like there's a fucking hornet's nest in my skull. Like, I just... And I hate Texas. Love my roommate. My roommate's fucking amazing. I hate Texas. I hate everything about Texas. I hate the mentality of Texas. Love the directness that people have in Texas. They will tell you how they feel. And most of them will be respectful about it. 
but I can't live in a place where people can respectively tell me they don't want to see me exist. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go back upstairs into my mother's house. I want to do over. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. <laughs> Goodbye, y'all. Talk to you later. Hey, y'all. Your fam, Black Fluid Poet. Check it out. If you love this podcast, I want to thank you for favoriting the podcast because it means the world to me. However, the way I can get more advertisers is to have more subscribers. If advertisers um, see that um, I have a lot of subscribers, they will be more willing to give me opportunities to advertise for them. So in order for me to get these ads, I need to get to a decent amount of subscribers. So you come here to anchor.fm and you go to support and you can pick 99 cents, 4.99 or 9.99. Please feel free to pick 99 cents. I, I, I am overjoyed at anyone who wants to support my dream of getting this podcast taking off. You know what I'm saying? So please just consider it. If I could get a thousand subscribers, I could get out of this poverty thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, yo, the struggle is real. Y'all take care. Hey, y'all, I'm back. I needed that break for a second. I was going to end the segment there, but I was like, ooh, that sounds like you're about to kill yourself. Don't do that. (laughs) I'm sorry that... um, I dropped that on y'all, you know. Um, well, I'm sorry and I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm sorry if it caused any harm. I'm sorry if, uh, you know, if I re-traumatized anyone. But I just, I know it needed to be said. It's not a but. I know it needed to be said. And I'm sorry if anyone was um, hurt by the things I said. I'm sorry if I caused any panic or fear or anxiety in anyone. Um, Now that I've gone to the complete extreme of one side, let me tell you what I would tell someone who just said all those things to me. You're right. Shit is out of pocket. People have lost their minds. And we are confronting an era in humanity, in our existence that we have never confronted before where we need to decide if life itself is more important than controlling life. That's that's the big problem right now. 
there are some people in this country. I'm just going to stick to the United States because I know it's worldwide. Okay, we have to have a worldwide vision in order to correct the problems that we're having. You know, capitalism isn't just here. It's global. Capitalism is global. It is not just happening here. Please stop telling people, oh, well, Europe, blah, blah, blah. Europe has capitalism. So stop. Here's what I want to say. I'm not crazy. You're not crazy. Shit is really haywire. And there is this, you know how we talk about um, postmodern and modern society and things of that. We're in a new era. And this era that we're in is meta-modernity, which means that most people right now, it's happened since around 9-11. I don't know who gets to decide this shit, but this is what's been decided through philosophy and sociology, psychology. We're in this era where we are desperate and famished for the truth. And the truth is, humanity isn't as far evolved as we would like to believe. We're still bloodthirsty in a lot of ways. We, People who call themselves one second prison abolitionists and the next second applaud Donald Trump going to prison, the hypocrisy is fucking everywhere, man. It's everywhere. People who say they're anti-bullying and then will go right around, they will turn around and bully somebody else. Even if it's a right-wing nut job of some kind, we still bully. We still bully. Yeah, we talk about, oh, bullying is so bad. And then we will, uh, Womblands ring a bell. You know how many friends I lost when that happened? Not because this individual didn't do something that, that was short-sighted or, or hurtful, but because I watched people do the same fucking thing to her that they were upset with her about doing to somebody else. I lost a lot of friends during that whole controversy. I didn't think the songs were funny. I didn't find any of it cute. And in this search for the truth, I think results in loneliness for a lot of us because we, when, when I really stick to my morals and values, there's a lot fewer people to talk to and embrace. You know, W.E.B. Du Bois and James Baldwin, both in both specifically. A lot of activists have talked about this, but I think of W.B. Du Bois and James Baldwin when they talk about, you know, being educated, being aware of what's happening around you causes you to have this constant seething. You stop smiling. Happiness becomes further and further out of sight because the things that you want, because we've equated happiness with achieving a certain place, we can't be happy until things are right. And that's just another form of control. Like I, my happiness is conditional in my head to getting what I want. No matter what, even if what I want is world peace, it's still what I want. And I don't know if wanting is a bad thing in this situation, but I know that being obsessive or hyper-focused is causing me to be blinded to all the beauty and positivity that's also happening around me. A baby's laugh, you know, somebody playing with the dog in a park, an elderly couple holding hands, 
Like, there's so much fucking beauty everywhere we look, man. It's spring. This thing's blooming everywhere. Like, there's beauty. But I'm so weighted down. It's, it, it's like, it, oh man, it's like there's, there's a swan at the edge of a lake and there are alligators in the lake and it's like, I'm trying to balance myself, admiring the beauty of the swan while being aware of the alligators in the lake. And it's a back and forth with me. And I guess I've just been leaning too much to one side. I've been, I've been paying attention to the lake so much that I forgot there was a swan there, you know? Today, especially because it's Monday, man, Find the swan. Find the swan in your life today. You know, if, if you're just getting home and making dinner, before you put a pan on the stove, hug your whiny ass, loud ass, messy ass children that forgot to take the meat out of the freezer. You know, pet your dog. G give your dog a good embrace before you do anything else when you get home. Like, take off your coat and look at your phone for 15 minutes. Like, just... Love yourself, please. Love yourself. Love yourself enough to stay alive. Love yourself enough to stay alive. And I'll do the same. Enjoy the rest of your day. Remember to love yourself. And if you fall short, you can start your day over at any time, anywhere, with anybody. Because loving yourself is the most important thing you could ever do. Enjoy your day, y'all. Love you.